conference play beginning to ramp up in the WPIAL as we enter week three of high school football in western Pennsylvania. This is the week three edition of the Whip You Whip Around. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Brandon Rossi, and I'm glad you can make me a part of your Friday morning, afternoon, depending on when you listen to this. Regardless, thank you for joining me here on Pittsburgh Sports Now, and uh, we'll take a look as well at some returning segments. We'll have rising teams, rising players, and our games of the week. But to kick things off, we're adding a new segment. It's top five, and the top five will be for all the classifications. Now, for 6A, since there's five teams, I'm only ranking the top three. But from 1A to 5A, it's the top five teams. We'll just go right down the line, and then we'll get into the rest of the content. First, starting in Class 1A, uh, our number one team still is the Bishop Kinnaman Crusaders. Um, after the victory last week. And the second-place team, which is one of the sleepers in the WPIL, the Laurel Spartans. And, spoiler alert, we'll see them in one of the later segments coming on the show. And I'm not talking about just games of the week. Our third-place team is Olsh. Fourth-place team is Southside Beaver. Yes, the Rams are in the top five for now. And our number five team is Greensburg Central Catholic after their victory over the Clareton Bears. Going to Class 2A, there's four teams, not a surprise, but one team that, well, a lot of people may have overlooked, including me coming into this season, but they're off to a pretty good start. We'll get to them in a sec. Our top two teams, no surprise. Number one, Steel Valley. Number two is Still Rocks. Our number three team is where... You know, I could see some people taking ex- ex- exception to this. But my number three team is Nishanik. 3-0 to start. The offense has looked very, very good. Yes, the defense has left something to be desired, but that's something that can be fixed throughout the season. The offense thus far, um, a lot of great things out of Nishanik. Number four team is Sarah Catholic. Number five team is Beaver Falls. In Class 3A, yes, Bell Vernon is still the top team in Class 3A and one of the top teams in the WPIAL. Doesn't take away from the the uh, the defeat to McKeesport. Um, that's a very very good McKeesport team, as you'll see uh, throughout the throughout the show this week. They're kind of the main headliner for this week, um, but Bell Vernon still remains on top of Class 3A. Second place team. Uh, was a toss-up between Elizabeth Forward and Avonworth. But ultimately, I wound up with the Avonworth Antelopes as the two-team Elizabeth Forward, the three. And the fourth-place team, Freeport. Fifth place, the Beaver Bobcats. Now in Class 4A, we have the number one team still remaining Aliquippa after holding North Catholic to negative yardage for the game. Second-place team, the McKeesport Tigers. Um, when you beat up on the number one team, according to Max Preps, in the state of Pennsylvania, at least as of last week, I mean, you got to jump up somehow, some way. I wouldn't, you wouldn't have credibility if you didn't include them in a segment highlighting some of the top performances in the WPIL and in the state of Pennsylvania. Three team is Central Valley. 
Um, but mainly due to McKeesport jumping up so high. Fourth place, West Allegheny, and my fifth team is Armstrong. Class 5A, the top team still remains the Gateway Gators. The second team after their big win over Woodland Hills is the Penn Trafford Warriors. And then 3, 4, and 5 all come from the same conference, and that being the three-team Upper St. Clair, four is Bethel Park, and five is Peters Township, That the, all those teams coming out of the Allegheny Six. Now moving to Class 6A, our top three teams. The number three team is Cannon McMillan, and we'll talk more about them later in the show. Number two is North Allegheny, and number one is Pittsburgh Central Catholic. All right, so with that out of the way, we'll look at our rising teams around the WPIAL, first starting in Class 1A. Um, our Class 1A Team of the Week um, with, came out with a 27-12 victory um, over the Carmichael's Mighty Mikes, and our Team of the Week for Week 3 is Chartier's Houston. Um, the Chartier's Houston Buccaneers out of the Black Hills Conference, they're 3-0. Only them and Our Lady of the Sacred Heart are the only teams that are 3-0 and coming into Week 3. And a big reason for that has been a freshman, Zeke Watkins. He had a breakout game against Carmichael's, ran for 173 yards, scored two of the touchdowns that the Buccaneers compiled against the Mikes. And um, this is a Chartier's Houston team that, again, could be a sleeper team in in their conference, that being the Black Hills Conference. Um, are they the favorite to win? I would say not. That would still be Bishop Canavan and Olsh. It's tough sledding with those teams still uh, in your conference alongside the Cornell Raiders. But Chartier's Houston could, right, could be right in the mix um, when we get later into the season thanks to a lot of the efforts of the running backs. Class 2A, our team of the week, the Amani Christian Saints, after a 22-7 victory over the South Allegheny Gladiators. And a big reason for that is going to be explained later in the show, and I think you know what that is if you're an Amani Christian fan. Class 3A, our team of the week. Um, well, you have uh, the biggest jump, I would say, or the biggest improvement, around the WPIL, regardless of classification, comes from Class 3A, and that being the Greensburg-Salem Golden Lions. Now, they defeated Ligonier Valley 35-22. Ligonier Valley, um, yes, they're a Class 2A team. They're probably, my, they're probably my third or fourth place team out of the Class 2A Allegheny Conference. But get this. Greensburg-Salem defeated Ligonier Valley. It's the first home loss handed to Ligonier Valley since 2015. And Cody Rubrecht, who was um, a menace receiving-wise last year, now transitioning to the starting quarterback, threw for 140, ran for 126, accounted for three touchdowns, two on the ground, one through the air, and Greensburg-Salem gets the win over the Ligonier Valley Rams. Class 4A rising team, I think we all know who it is. It's the McKeesport Tigers after the 14-6 victory over Bell Vernon. Um, now, I'm a part of the Facebook group, the Whitfield Edition, and there's been a lot of chatter from um, the game 
between um, McKeesport and Bell Vernon. Some of it, you know, praising the efforts of one particular player, which I'm sure you know who that is, but we'll talk about him later on in the show as well. But um, the fact that this specific individual, um, I went back and watched the film, and the fact that this individual from McKeesport was the best player on the field by far, and that includes a five-star recruit in Quentin Martin, um, that's saying a lot. And um, without a doubt in my mind, McKeesport, the top team uh, out of Class 4A this week. Class 5A, the Penn Trafford Warriors are my pick for the team of the week. They got back on track after losing McKeesport for only the third home loss uh, in the last nine years at Penn Trafford, and they thumped Woodland Hills 48-14, and it could have been a lot worse. Um, Conlon Green, two rushing touchdowns, threw for 117. Uh, The big boy getting it done for Penn Trafford offensively, and Penn Trafford with the 48-14 win kind of um, puts themselves back in contention for those top three spots, I would say, in Class 5A. Still think Gateway's the best team in Class 5A right now, but Penn Trafford not too far behind. And then Class 6A Team of the Week, um, I mean, it has to be Cannon McMillan. Cannon Mac got their first got its first victory over Seneca Valley, 33-21. Seneca Valley was a, lo- was a popular pick to at least get to the WPIL championship game, and the Raiders are 1-2, and two, losing to, P- to Peters Township. Okay, the Peters Township's a pretty good team in Class 5A, but Ken and Mac, not a lot of people had them um, doing a whole lot of anything this year, and I'll admit I was one of the people riding them off too, but... This was a statement game um, for for Cannon McMillan. Now, yes, they have Mikey Evans at quarterback. He's going to be one of the better quarterbacks in Class 6A, if not the best quarterback in Class 6A. But the story is a certain running back who rushed for four touchdowns against Seneca Valley, single-handedly beating the Raiders. And we'll talk about that in our Rising Players segment. I think I just gave up. I think I just spoiled about three of the – Three of the uh, best players of the week for the this week's edition of the Whip You Whip Around. But again, when you have standout individual performances leading to our best team or the our teams to highlight throughout the week, well, it's rightfully so. So with that said, uh, let's get the three that I spoiled out of the way instead of going from Class 1 into Class 6 today. The three players of the week that I already alluded to. Class 2A is David Davis for the second week in a row. He rushed for almost 300 yards against South Allegheny as Amani comes out with the win, 22-7. Um, is Amani for real? If David Davis has something to say with that, I would say so. And not to mention... They also got Deshaun Burnett, who's a, who's a rising sophomore around the WPIL, already has uh, some Division One interest from Penn State. But David Davis, that's someone to add to the list for some potential D1 prospects. He is a freshman, and he's led the WPIL in rushing in each of the last two weeks. Can he do it a third time? It's going to be tough to do it three straight weeks, especially considering who Amani Christian has this week. 
but um, David Davis is our Class 2A Player of the Week. Class 4A Player of the Week, I mean, come on, it's Bobby Boyd. This one, no doubt in my mind, rushed for 163 yards, best player on the field offensively and defensively. Also had some touchdowns called back due to some penalties committed by McKeesport, and the Tigers could have could have won the game by a couple possessions if it weren't for those penalties. And Bobby Boyd is the reason why McKeesport got the win over Bell Vernon. Rushed for 163. I'm sure that you saw the play uh, that made Max Preps um, where he broke off a half a dozen tackles, still ran into the end zone with his helmet off. Um, that's got to be the play of the week. Might be a contender for play of the year in the WPIAL. And our Class 6A player of the week is Jake Casper out of Cannon McMillan. He rushed for four touchdowns, or scored four touchdowns, I should say. Rushed for 153 at Seneca Valley as the Big Macs get the win at Seneca Valley against a team that has had Kenny McMillan's number, but not this year. Not so fast, my friend, as Lee Corso would say. So now let's take a look at our 1A, 3A, and 5A players of the week. They're all running backs, and and they all had uh, rushing performances of over 250 yards. Firstly, for Class 1A, our player of the week is Landon Smith from the Laurel Spartans. He averaged 20 yards a carry in the victory over the Mohawk Warriors as he rushed for 261 on just 13 carries, and he scored five touchdowns as Laurel uh, demolished the Mohawk Warriors um, in Week 2 action. It was Mohawk's debut, and, well, it wasn't a strong debut for the Mohawk Warriors defensively. Laurel coming out, taking care of business, and Laurel was a mystery coming into this season. Didn't know what we were going to get after graduating Luke McCoy and company. Well, Landon Smith is, has carried the torch, and Laurel seems to be in good hands, and Laurel is going to be a top contender in Class 1A for the 2022 season. Our Class 3A Player of the Week comes from the South Park Eagles. It's Eric DeRue, the sophomore, rushed for 268 against Brentwood, and it was one of those cases in which he was getting stronger as the game went on. Um, He made plays all over the field on offense and on defense, was the best player on the field for South Park um, as they got the victory over the Brentwood Spartans last week at home by a final score of 35 to 7 South Park 1 and 2 got its first victory of the season against Brentwood as the Eagles enter conference play as do a lot of teams around the WPIAL enter conference play this week our class 5A player of the week now I will admit I had a tough time deciding between two players the two options Luke Signetti from Shaler Amir Key from Penn Hills both rushed for over 200 yards Um, but the main difference that I came down to was, um, touchdowns. Yes, Penn Hills had the more impressive victory over Pine Richland, 33-28, and Amir Key was the difference in that game, but he didn't score five touchdowns. Luke Signetti did, and thus Luke Signetti, Class 5A Player of the Week, rushed for 283 yards, 
in the 47-14 victory over Plum. And Shaler, um, a team that is a bit on the rise. They've been kind of hot and cold throughout recent years. They're 2-1 and one to start the season. And back-to-back wins over Hampton, which is a, for the last couple seasons, has been a playoff team in Class 4A. And last week, defeating the Plum Mustangs 47-14, handing the Mustangs their first loss of the season. As Shaler, well, it's got a tough test this week. And they're going to need every bit of effort that Luke Signetti has to offer. And we'll talk about that in our next segment, which is our games of the week. Lots to talk about around the WPIL as conference play begins around the WPIAL. Uh, firstly, we'll take a look at Class 1A games of the week. Both of them come from the Black Hills Conference. Um, first is a rivalry game between the Chartiers Houston Buccaneers and the Fort Cherry Rangers. This is going to be hosted by Fort Cherry, who is two and one, coming off of a 48-22 victory over Beth Center. And Fort Cherry, their only loss comes to Carmichael. Chartiers Houston just beat up on Carmichael's by 15. So just based off of that, uh, I'm going to stick with the Buccaneers on this one. But our Class 1A game of the week overall, um, as conference play begins, it's the Bishop Canavan Crusaders taking on the Burgettstown Blue Devils. Burgettstown coming off of a 38-14 defeat to the Southside Rams. Bishop Canavan wins the battle for Dormont Stadium, defeats the Keystone Oaks Golden Eagles 20-7. Burgettstown, um, as I mentioned, the favorite in Class 1A. And I think they kick off conference play with a victory against Burgettstown on the road um, against a Burgettstown team. Pretty rough, pretty rugged. But Bishop Canavan, the the skill and the speed, I think, will be the difference in this one. Um, Class 2A, our games of the week. Amani Christian, who is the host of the back-to-back Class 2A Player of the Week and our current Team of the Week, Travels to Steel Valley to take on the Ironmen. Um, Steel Valley coming off of a 62-7 whitewash of the Seton LaSalle Rebels um, as Steel Valley 2-0 on the season and arguably the best team in Class 2A, according to, well, a lot of people that you ask for sure. Um, when you look at this matchup, I think it's pretty cut and dry that Steel Valley is going to win this game. How many points is the question? And I think another question is um, not so much about Steel Valley, but rather what does Amani Christian have to offer? Um, and I'm not talking about this in a pessimistic way, but kind of I'm, I'm saying that this could be like a measuring stick game for Amani Christian just to see how far Amani Christian has come from last year to this season. Um, Amani in Class 2A, had a tough go last season, but a promising start for Amani Christian. David Davis, Deshaun Burnett leading the way for Amani Christian. Um, so this is going to be a game where, um, in terms of the score, I don't think you really have to consider the score whether as to whether or not this game will be you know a success for Ramani Christian, but rather the individual performances. 
Um, I do think Steel Valley runs away with this one. But again, look at the individual performances uh, that Imani Christian has. That'll be the tale to see how far Imani Christian's going to go this season. And finally, our Class 2A game of the week total. It comes on a Saturday. It'll be the Western Beaver Golden Beavers hosting the Nishanik Lancers, two of the top teams in the Midwestern Conference. Western Beaver, as I said, a sleeper in in Midwestern Conference play. Nishanik is a sleeper in Class 2A altogether. Both teams are 3-0. Nishanik winning a shootout with Ambridge 40-34. The offense has been tremendous. The defense... Eh, Nishanik's defense, um, giving up four touchdowns in each of the first four games. 28 points to Sharon, 34 to Laurel. Now, keep in mind, though, the, the Laurel game, um, Nishanik won in double overtime and then giving up 34 to Ambridge. And Western Beaver, they're also 3-0, coming off of a 36-21 victory over Hopewell. Um, this is a tough one to predict. Um, I, I like what both teams bring to the table. Western Beaver has four-year starter Xander Lefebvre at quarterback and Nishanik. They also have Johnny Huff at quarterback to counter. Um, Johnny Huff had a tremendous game running the ball despite being a quarterback for Nishanik. He rushed for almost 200 yards in the 40-34 win over Ambridge. Um, this game is at Western Beaver. So with that in mind, uh, I'm going to stick with Western Beaver, but potentially goes to overtime. I would not be surprised. This will be a shootout. I think, um, Xander Lefebvre, Dorian McGee, um, I think are going to lead Western Beaver to victory over the Nishanik Lancers. Class three, we got three teams or three games to talk about. Uh, the first for our our team of the week, the Greensburg Salem Golden Lions. They're hosting the Deer Lakes Lancers. Deer Lakes one and two, getting its first win of the season over Apollo Ridge um, after a pretty good um, offensive performance, uh, specifically by the passing game led by quarterback Derek Burke. Passed for 254 yards and uh, Wayne Love. Four catches, 184 yards for Deer Lakes as the Lancers beat up pretty good on Apollo Ridge, 43-7. Now, Greensburg-Salem, 2-1 um, and one on the year. Victory last week against Ligonier Valley. Defeated Derry, 26-17. Um, and, again, another... Another difficult one to predict. Um, this game is at Offutt Field in Greensburg. Um, Deer Lakes 1-2, and two, Greensburg-Salem 2-1. and one. I'm going to stick with the Golden Lions in this one. Um, Greensburg-Salem has a little bit more, um, and they do have um, a dual threat. I do think Deer Lakes will pass the ball a lot, but Cody Ruprecht is a threat with both his arm and his legs, and I think he's the difference in this one. And uh, also our player of the week, Eric Garou in the South Park Eagles. They open up Western Hills conference play against the Beaver Bobcats. South Park 35-7 winners over Brentwood. Beaver defeating Freedom last week 28-18. Beaver has – they dropped down from Class 4A, and uh, 
off to a strong start. Yes, they lost to Western Beaver in week one, or week zero, I should say, but they did beat Beaver Falls, and they did beat Freedom last week. So um, I think Beaver gets the win on the road against the South Park Eagles. Our Class 3A game of the week and one of our games overall of the week, um, the Class 5A Pentrafford Warriors travels to Bell Vernon to take on the Leopards. This is going to be a battle. Um, the, 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 the gauntlet of Bell Vernon's non-conference schedule continues with this one. Um, we talked about Bell Vernon coming off the loss to McKeesport, Penn Trafford. Um, they ran right through Woodland Hills, 48-14. Um, I do think Bell Vernon gets the win, but in another close one. Um, now, this could be a good thing, though, for Penn Trafford, and here's why. Last year, Penn Trafford and Bell Vernon met. Bell Vernon won by three touchdowns. Penn Trafford went on to win the state title. So, um, do I think Penn Trafford could win the state title? Too early to say. Um, there's always that chance, for sure. But um, a loss to Bell Vernon would not be the end of the world for Penn Trafford. And I do think Bell Vernon gets the win in a close one. And Class 4A Game of the Week, there's only one game I want to focus on, and it's the battle between Bobby Boyd and Rodney Gallagher. The McKeesport Tigers travel to the Laurel Highlands to take on the Mustangs as McKeesport has all the momentum in the world coming off of the 14-6 win over Bell Vernon. A couple of back-to-back tough wins for the Tigers Defeating Penn Trafford 19-7 two weeks ago. 14-6 winners over Belvern last week. And McKeesport ran right through West Mifflin 40 to nothing. Laurel Highlands 37-7 winners against Kiske last week. And uh, did make some personnel switches. Rodney Gallagher back in at quarterback as opposed to receiver as he was scheduled to be throughout the season. That's where he's going to play college ball um, position-wise. Um, at wide receiver, um, I think McKeesport gets the win here. Bobby Boyd, again, he's a contender for player of the year in the WPIAL, and he's going to he's gonna add to his impressive resume tonight as they travel to Laurel Highlands. Class 5A, our um, player of the week, Luke Signetti, and the Shaler Titans will host the Hempfield Spartans. This is an interesting matchup as Hempfield drops down from Class 6A to Class 5A. And, uh, well, back-to-back-to-back 49-point games. 49-3 winners over Greensburg-Salem, 49-0 over Collinsville, and last week beating Latrobe 49-14, or Latrobe, depending on uh, what part of Pittsburgh you're from. Uh, there's, There's a lot going on, I would say, in this game. Hempfield's off to a tremendous start. And Shaler, um, they're coming off of that big win last week over Plum. It's the running game of Luke Signetti and Hemfield. Well, they have weapons that have uh, expanded all over the place throughout the start of the season. I really like the passing game here of Hemfield. Jake Phillips leads the way um, last week. Through for 246 against Latrobe. Ian Tufts, seven catches, 135 yards. And don't discredit Geno Caesar, 
um, at the running back position. He ran for 127 last week against Latrobe. Um, so Hemfield and Shaler th- th- over at um, Shaler Stadium at Lewis Mordick Field, which, fun fact, that's my grandfather's stadium. Got to point that out every time I mention Shaler. Um, but Hemfield and Shaler, I, I got to stick with Hemfield in this one um, in a shootout. I think Shaler will have um, weapons offensively to combat the aerial assault that Hemfield will bring to the table, but I don't think it's going to be enough, and I think Hemfield gets the win. Class 5A game of the week is a non-conference game. Class 6A Seneca Valley travels to Class 5A Pine Richland. Um, both teams, 1-2 and two to start, and a surprising 1-2, and two, I would say. Seneca Valley, tough winners over Penn Hills, 17-15. And then uh, Pine Richland last week, uh, or I should say Seneca Valley after the uh, win over Penn Hills, back-to-back losses to Peters Township and Cannon Mack on the, at home, I should say. And Pine Richland um, destroyed by Pickerington North at home. Back-to-back road wins, 33-0 over Kiski, And then last week they lost to Penn Hills, 33-28 um, in what was a back-and-forth game. Uh, I think Seneca Valley gets back on track here. Um, neither team can afford to go to 1-3 and three early in the season. And I think Seneca Valley avoids that fate and comes away with the win at Pine Richland. This was a nail-biter last year. Came down to the final seconds. Um, we could see a similar result this year, but I think the result remains the same. Seneca Valley comes away with a close win at Pine Richland. Class 6A, we have two games I want to focus on. 5A Bethel Park travels to 6A Cannon McMillan. Um, Bethel Park last week dropping its first contest of the year to Class 6A Central Catholic, a Central Catholic team that's Probably the best in Class 6A. Might be the best in the WPIAL period. Um, 31-22. Cannon Mac gets its first win over Seneca Valley. 33-21. Um, this is a tough one to predict as well. Um, Cannon Mac, they have all the momentum in the world, but I really, really like what Bethel Park brings to the table. Um, don't let the nine-point loss to Central Catholic fool you. I do think Bethel Park is going to be a huge contender in Class 5A and one of the sleepers to go really, really far in Class 5A. So uh, I'm going to go with Bethel Park to win this one on the road at Cannon McMillan. And our Class 6A game of the week, and arguably the game of the week period, it's a conference game, a rematch of the WPIL championship. The Mount Lebanon Blue Devils travels to Carnegie Mellon University to take on the Pittsburgh Central Catholic Vikings. Mount Lebanon off to a rough start, but did right the ship last week with a 40-9 win at Moon. Um, Central Catholic, after losing Week 0 in the Freedom Bowl to St. Edward, Ohio, a power out of the Ohio area, um, back-to-back wins. 35-22 35-22 over Philadelphia, Abraham Lincoln, and then 31-22 winners over Bethel Park last week. 
Um, now, Mount Lebanon, they lost Cade Capristo uh, due to injury, and that's a tough blow. And you're going to need all the firepower you can get to combat a Pittsburgh Central Catholic team um, that, again, has one of the most talented junior classes in the WPIAL. Um, Central Catholic, I think, wins and potentially wins. Not bu- not big. I'm not saying mercy rule, but I'm going to say two to three touchdowns. But, again, don't discredit Bob Palco. Don't discredit what Mount Lebanon has. Um, it's always next man up, and that, that'll be the case for Mount Lebanon um, all around the place after losing the big senior class last year, losing Kate Capristo to injury. Um, I think Central Catholic, though, comes away with the win. That'll do it for this week three edition of the Whippy Whip Around. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Ross, two underscores, E-Y-E. And also be sure to give Pittsburgh Sports Now a follow on Twitter for the latest in Pittsburgh sports news, such as the Pitt Panthers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Pirates, etc., etc. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next week on the Whippy Whip Around, presented by Pittsburgh Sports Now.